Welcome to For the Health of It with Dr. Jenny Brooke. You're listening to raw talk about full potential living to inspire you to eat, move, sleep, think, and live better. Hey everyone, welcome back. So, you know, we have this habit now every single night before you go to sleep, what do you plug in? Your phone. Yeah, your phone. That's just what we do. If you don't plug in your phone, oh no. Yes. <laughs> oh no. So the the title for, for today is plugging yourself in, right? Mm-hmm. So we have a guest. Kristen and I are here with Heather Sweeney. Welcome, Heather. Hello. Thank you. I'm so glad you're here. Here's yes. a little background on Heather. Um, she has a background in nursing, um, and she currently actually is working as a mental fitness coach. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. We need that. Like that's something that the world needs. Um, she's an inspirational speaker and storyteller. She's the creator of Dive In. It's an awesome blog where she shares her stories and life lessons with the intent to inspire and motivate people. She's the mom of two. And you can find her at heathersweeney.com. That's S-W-E-E-N-E-Y. Um, her handle on Instagram and YouTube is at the Heather Sweeney. So Heather um, spoke recently actually in our office and we were so impressed we asked to have her on the show and the title of the workshop was Have You Plugged Yourself In Lately? And I find this really interesting because it's all about ways to reset and re-energize. So welcome Heather. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here Mm. and dig into this. Why this topic? What made you decide to focus on this for your career? Mental fitness specifically? Yeah. So I lived... 30 plus years of my life, feeling very overwhelmed, feeling high levels of stress, um, anxiety, and really feeling almost like at the end of every day, I have done so many things and I'm exhausted, but what have I really accomplished? Sure. Like a little tornado. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I had actually... Uh, an experience where for four years in a row, I landed in the hospital every fall for anywhere from one to three days. And I was dehydrated and ultimately, in one word, exhausted. Wow. So, you know, you can keep doing the same thing over and over and over and keep reliving that same experience and getting the same results. Or like I finally did after my fourth stay, (laughs) you can decide I'm exhausted of being exhausted. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do this anymore and begin to create a better experience in your day to day. I think a lot of people can relate to this. I remember um, producer Mike used to talk, used to say that I was a whirling dervish. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing because I, you know, I'd fly in, fly out of these recording sessions. I always had so much on my plate, and you know, I think um, naturally as we get older and our kids grow up, maybe we're lucky enough to figure out how to get out of that that rat on a treadmill, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's hard. It it's is hard, hard in today's world. You have to do it very consciously. It's difficult, but it's difficult, I think. There's many reasons, but one is because it's so new for so many people. And with anything new, whether it's you're learning to walk as a baby or as an adult, you want to learn a new language or you want to learn to write with your left hand instead of your right, it feels hard in the beginning. And so we have to make that intentional choice and commitment to, in this case, ourself, to do some work, 
to be proactive and practice. I'll say many times, probably just here today, this work is never about perfection. Um, That is a life I have lived and I choose to not go back to. It's really about practice, consistency, and positive forward progress. Okay, so where do we start? So someone's mm. like, they're, they're a self-titled hot mess <laughs> between taking the kids to sports and working or cleaning the house and all the meetings and the committees and what, how do, where do we start? I think f- the first thing is you have to be willing to want to make a change. If you're not ready, it, you know, are we ever ready? I guess this is a great question. But if you're not willing or if you're not in that place to say, I want to do this for me. I need to make a change in my life. I'm exhausted every day. And I know there has to be a different, a better, an improved way to go about experiencing life. Uh, that's actually something I ask every person that comes to me for coaching services. The last question before we decide anything is, on a scale of one to 10, and you cannot say seven, how committed are you to doing this work? Because I am a guide. I'm there to train you and help you move forward, but I cannot do that work for you. Well, I imagine there's a psychology behind the idea of someone being super busy or not, you know, there's you know, maybe there's this underlying attention or maybe an excuse if they don't get everything done, or maybe the the procrastination of being, it's what they need to feel energized. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of weird psychology mm-hmm. around that. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to ask yourself, am I willing to give up any benefits I have of letting people see me this way or seeing myself this way? Am I willing to just try something new? There's a lot of techniques. There's a lot of tools. There's a lot of resources that I offer as a mental fitness coach. And I liken it to stepping into a gym for the first time, right? Physical fitness, everybody knows. You click. I get what that means. I need to do something to improve my overall health. I might drink more water. I might eat better foods. I might start to move my body. Maybe I'm just stretching or maybe I'm going to a gym, but I have to do something to get different results, to improve my health, right? Well, our mind, our brain, our mindset, that's part of our overall health. So it does require us needing to take action. If you go into a gym, we'll just say today, there's a hundred pieces of equipment in front of you. You might not like 80 of those pieces of equipment. So that means there's 20 left that you try. You try them. You don't know until you touch them and feel them and do a rep on them if it's something that really feels right for you. So you learn in trying those 20 pieces and maybe you narrow it down to 10 and that makes up your workout day in and day out. That's how you flex your muscle and build strength. Just apply that in the world of mental fitness. When I'm working with groups or individuals, I'm simply inviting them to be courageous enough to just try the tools and techniques that we teach and figure out for yourself, does this work or not? If it does, hold on to that, use that, practice that, put it in your tool belt. If it doesn't, I I like to say, I learned this from a friend a while ago, just bless and release, just leave it behind because it's not a one size fits all. 
Um, you know, meditation works for some and other people never really want to lean into that space. It doesn't feel right to them. No problem. Let's make this work for you. Well, how exciting when you tap into something that seems to make a difference for you because you realize you may be in a world where you can't control a lot, but you can control your mental fitness. Yeah, we are in a world where we don't control a lot. Um, I think the statistics show that about 90% of the stimulus that come at us every single day are absolutely out of our control. So I like to remind folks, let's shine our attention and our focus and our energy on the 10% of things that we have any possibility of changing. So what's the most common thing that does work for people? Where would we start? So this concept is when we can control our thoughts, we can control our mind, how our mind is set. And the other piece of that is when we learn how to control our breath, we gain control over our body through our nervous system. Yes. So a starting point that I love is just that concept, just getting people to understand or begin to understand or just even step into entertaining, oh, I could control my thoughts. I could be more present. I could become more confident. I could gain awareness of myself and my surroundings. How do I do that? And then also, I'm breathing all day, right? We're, we're all breathing all day, but we don't think about it. We take it for granted. And when we lean into that and start to explore, oh, wow, I can slow things down or speed them up. More often than not, we're trying to, though, slow things down in our day-to-day, move from sympathetic to parasympathetic state, more of that rest space. And rest is very necessary. You're allowed to rest. I think we just get busy and forget that. So what are your your tips on focused breathing? What's the best way for people to, to utilize that idea? Sure. So there's two breathing techniques that come to mind that are really simple and super effective. Um, the first one is the quicker of the two. So for people out there that are like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> I'm just too busy. I don't have time to intentionally focus on my breath. I'm going to push back and invite them to try this technique. So this comes from an organization called My Steady Mind. Uh, the founder is Dr. Seth Hickerson. I have done work with them for a couple of years, coaching mainly law enforcement groups. And it's called the BAMO breath. So BAMO, catchy, easy to remember. It stands for breathe and move on. And I, I like to joke, I have a client, his daughter just turned 10, and she reframed that into be amazing more often, which I love <laughs> because when we can slow down, we get just a little bit more amazing. Oh, I like that. <laughs> right? Okay, okay. <laughs> so BAMO, eight seconds is all it takes for one round. Um, I like to encourage people to just exhale to begin, let out any stuck energy or air that's just sitting in the body, and then take a count of four, inhaling through your nose, and then exhaling out the mouth for a count of four. So we would exhale, breathe in for two, three, four, and then let it all out your mouth as you exhale, three, 
four, boom, bamo. Eight seconds. You can go two, three, five rounds. You can get yourself up to a whole minute if you have that time, right? Three to five is ideal. I think that's when we really start to be able to observe a difference in how we feel in our body. Um, So what's happening, right? What's happening when we take this breath? This is a a type of breath work that allows us to shift gears proactively. Everything in mental fitness is proactive. And so we're moving from this state of stress, fight, flight, freeze, that we often exist in many hours of many days. And we're saying, I'm going to give myself even just eight seconds to pull it down, to slow down and just rest and reset, get a little bit more clear in my mind, feel a little bit better in my body, more in control. And so what we're doing is we are essentially, as we're breathing in through the nose, the trick, you want to let that breath fill your belly up, feel your belly. I like to say to people, just let it hang out, (laughs) right? And then you know what's happening is you've triggered your vagus nerve. And this pulls your parachute or opens your parachute to trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. And it brings you out of stress, fight, flight, down into that rest, more calm, more clear state. Super quick, so effective, and everybody has eight seconds, or three rounds is 24 seconds of your day. So the the BAMO, the, the breathe... Breathe and, and move, move on. on. So the idea, the move on idea, is just to like kind of let go of that energy and move on to something new. Yes, um, it go, it that's the the simple way to say it. Um, there is a whole a bunch of information that I'll I like to teach folks to empower them to understand. There's ninety percent of the stimulus in our day we don't control, right? But they're still going to happen. We're still going to hit a traffic jam. We're still going to hear a child crying. Someone's going to send us a text that pushes us over the edge, right? Whatever it could be for you, those stimuli, without us realizing it, there's actually a reaction in the body. It's automatic and really very subconscious. But thousands of times a day, we get hit with a stimulus. That creates a thought. That leads to an emotion, which is energy in motion. And ultimately, that leads us to an action or Sometimes, often, a reaction, okay? So you can react or you can respond with intention. Two different things. When we use a breath like BAMO to breathe or pause and move on, we can use that when we hit the traffic jam. Stimulus hits. I'm going to pause before those dominoes fall. I'm going to take eight seconds to breathe pull that parachute, slow things down. And now in my brain, that emotion that's created, instead of maybe being frustration or anger or angst that now I'm here in this traffic jam, maybe it's reduced, right? Maybe you don't feel as stressed out in that moment. So that emotion now leads to, excuse me, we start with the thought and then into the emotion. And ultimately now, instead of anger coming out or pushing the buttons aggressively on the radio because we're frustrated, 
we feel better. We take our time. We realize, I don't even have control over this thing. Here I am. Let me breathe through it. So you essentially could be driving Mm -hmm. and doing this. You could be having a conversation. And while the other person's going on and on, you could be just breathing. (laughs) Because it's not like something you would watch someone do and think, what are you doing? It's It's just a little more intentional breathing, a little slower breath. Correct. And it could be if you chose, you could do this in a way where your eyes are closed and you're clearly breathing. Mm-hmm. But you also can use this like a little bit undercover, <laughs> like you're getting at, right? Right. In the heat of the moment, in a conversation that you need to shift gears in, um, to just pull yourself out for a second and come down. It's very empowering. And I think something I do need to share with this is with any technique, whether it's breath work or getting up and changing your environment or getting outside to get fresh air and take a walk, whatever it is that works for you, you want to make sure you practice these techniques on a normal Friday afternoon. That makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm. Because just like, I like to use this with my nursing background, just like we train and learn CPR in a very controlled, calm environment. We don't need it then, but we're building the knowledge. We're building the response, the the mental muscle behind that so that when we do need it, we have the habit built in. We can go immediately into action and respond. So with any of these tools, practice them on a normal day. I'll often do BAMO breaths while my food reheats in the microwave because I'm standing there anyway for a minute and a half, two minutes. And that way, when I get heated because my almost nine and 10-year-old are fighting in the back seat, <laughs> my body knows, oh, wait a minute. You don't have to let yourself go further into feeling stressed. Bring yourself down and breathe. I actually have a long-time habit that I start taking very slower, intentional breaths when I turn onto my street mm. when I'm driving home, because that's usually about four or five breaths. Um, and I also have a habit that as soon as I turn the light off to go to bed, I lay on my back and I do three, four, five rounds of intentional breathing just to bring my nervous system down. I love that so much. A lot of the police officers that have squad cars, we when we teach BAMO, this actually came for one of the officers. He shared with us, when I click my seatbelt or unclick my seatbelt, that's my cue. Oh, interesting. So I, I take the BAMO breath and move on. So I love it. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. We'll learn more ways we can plug in to reset and re-energize with Heather Sweeney. You're listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host is Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire. If you are in the Southern New Hampshire area, mention this podcast and schedule a health checkup at SEC for special podcast pricing. Call or text 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about SEC, go to sccvitality.com or call 673-5600. Learn about wellness chiropractic, massage therapy, the naturopathic doctor, red light therapy, and more. Now back to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.
We are back from break. We're here today with Heather Sweeney, mental fitness coach. You can find her at heathersweeney.com. So glad you're here. We were talking about breathing and uh, we and on break, we were actually talking about the benefit of, of moving, like changing your environment, mm-hmm. doing something different. So I can't wait to hear a little more about this. Yeah, you can. There's a lot of ways you can move your body. Um, because I think for me, I have this bias, right? I think, oh, you want me to move my body? Well, I'm going to go run a marathon. <laughs> like I'm like all in, right? <laughs> but that for the majority of the population to think about moving your body in some excessive, aggressive way is overwhelming. So I like to break down movement into really, really simple opportunities to practice this. And this is really for the benefit of if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling tired, if you're feeling burnt out. Yeah. So if you're feeling like, let's say you're working at a desk all day. So we'll use this example and then like maybe somebody with children or a caretaker, right? Okay. So you're at a desk all day and you're just nowadays, you're a Zoom zombie. You've been staring (laughs) into the screen all day. You haven't gotten up to go to the bathroom. You're really thirsty. And suddenly you realize like, I'm exhausted and I have five more of these things to do. Okay. Well, now you get to make a choice because you just acknowledged for yourself, I don't feel great. My battery is starting to run low. I have not plugged myself in all day. So hopefully you make the choice to do something, right? So that could look like um, one coworker of mine, really, really simple, has a sit to stand desk. He goes from sitting to standing just changing from placement of his body, support um, for his body. Uh, For other folks, it could be um, somebody in manufacturing shared, I like to stretch every hour, sets an alarm on his phone and just simply stretches his body. It was funny, he shared that in the beginning, coworkers were kind of looking across the warehouse, like what is this guy doing? And now more more than just himself (laughs) is stretching every hour because they've realized, wow, that feels so good on my body. It's like a little hug, a little love for just me. Um, The other way is to just get outside. If you have the luxury and you're able to do that where you live or work, take five, take 10. If you can go longer, awesome. Don't bring your phone, leave it behind and just get into nature. Nature is a beautiful thing and really helps us to zone in on the beauty that is around us if we leave the distraction behind. It's pretty much a daily thing that I'm feeling like I just need to stop. I just need to rest. These two dogs are just so like needy right now. Mm -hmm. Fine, fine. I know if I take you for a walk, it'll probably, I'll actually feel better. And I take them for a walk, even a short walk. And I feel so good. Like I came in, I have energy now and I feel great. So it's interesting how like your body's saying, just lay down. And sometimes it's the motion that really makes you feel good. Yes. Just some simple movement, simple movement. Um, You can get crazy and go for a run if you want. (laughs) You can dance if you're at home. Let's say you're a caretaker. My kids, again, when they were babies, I was home quite a bit. And so we would do walks, but I was dancing in the kitchen a lot (laughs) (laughs) because I wasn't able to nap with the two of them back like 13 months apart. There's no time for that. So let me do something that lifts me up. Put on a little music that shifts your mood and helps you move a little bit. Yoga. I mean, there's so many ways that we can move our body, but if you're pressed for time, just 
simple stretching. Simple stretching will do it for you. We actually did a whole podcast. I think it was only a six-minute podcast. If you search um, on our Podbean site, it was called the 10-second vacation. And you're at a computer and it's just stopping, um, changing what you're looking at. So look out a window or as far away as you can possibly look just to change what your eyes are doing and taking a very deep breath in and out, rolling your shoulders back. Ideally, if you can stand up and lift your arms over your head and then just sitting right back down and going back to what you were doing. 10 seconds every hour makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I love that. Our eyes are the doorway to our brain, right? So if we're just zoning on a computer, let's say, or a phone or whatever it could be, that's what's entering your brain all day long, <laughs> right? So just shifting what you're looking at, looking out into nature, getting a little sunlight, just shifting gears in that sense helps as well. I imagine there's something psychologically too, even if it's very small, you set your alarm or you do you do a little walk, you don't feel that frustration at the end of the day that there was nothing for you, mm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We could have a whole other <laughs> podcast <laughs> around specifically routines, but the morning routine to set yourself up. For success. For success. Yes. Yeah. Win and- the day. Win the day by winning your morning. And again, it doesn't need to be, it, it actually should not be adding stress or overwhelm. It's just about making that routine work in your world, not somebody else's, what works for you. Actually, the podcast we did right before this was called Wake Up Strong. Yeah. That was the whole thing. And and the reason we keep having conversations like this and going back to this, right, Kristen, is that this is everything. This is what the information that people are needing because I think everyone is in general is struggling in some aspect of having enough self-care and not being burnt out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of this American thing that we're, we're all a little bit stuck in and you have to almost fight for balance. You have to insist on balance because it's not something that's kind of handed to you at all in yeah, life. Especially in our society with everything so fast moving all the time. And, you know, like we mentioned in the last podcast, just that nice morning routine of setting the tone for the rest of your day. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever since that podcast, by the way, I've been even more intentional about my mornings oh, and it yeah. makes such a difference. It does. It does. This is making me think just real quick about this work that we do in what, what I'm calling mental fitness. Okay. So physical fitness, right? Let's just super quick example. You want to build abs. So you start to do some crunches, you're taking action, and eventually you look down at your tummy and you're like, ah, one of the six packs has shown up. I see progress, right? You feel better. So you know something's happening, but you see it too in some way. With mental fitness, you're not going to see the brain shifting and creating new pathways and your mindset adjusting, right? So it's really about leaning into how you feel. You just shared, and this is what triggered it. By the way, I've been leaning into my morning routine and being intentional. It just feels so good. I feel it. That's all you need to know. That is the reinforcement we are looking for to keep you moving and taking one more step in the right direction. Kristen, we were just talking about this. Remember we were talking about what is mental flossing? Yes. Do you remember the definition? (laughs) Um, Yes, it was changing the way of thinking to help get rid of things like stress and anxiety and depression. Yes. Yeah. Which is, you were just talking about Mm -hmm. the long word. Neuroplasticity. Neuroplasticity. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, geez, up until a decade ago, it was thought that when you hit 25, that's it. 
Your brain is no longer plastic. You will not learn a new skill or shift your thinking or see things differently. Clearly, that is not the case. (laughs) Um, So with neuroplasticity, really simply put, we all have the capability to shift, break, create pathways in our mind that ultimately determine how our mind is set or our mindset. And there's things you can do to improve neuroplasticity, uh, engaging socially, exercising to get more oxygen to the brain, learning new skills, doing Wordle, doing a crossword. Um, There's a variety of ways you can improve that, but the bottom line is you can learn new things, but you have to be willing to say to yourself, ah, it's time to make a change. What can I do differently? I imagine when you flex that muscle of mental adaptability, it makes it easier when things change. We've had changes in our country that affected what we can and can't do in our day-to-day lives or affected how we live. And we will continue to have changes because that's just the way the world is. So the more adaptable that we can be, you know, we see a lot of patients in the office and we can tell as people age, some are more adaptable than others. And adaptability, flexibility in the mind, more tools even just the breathing, it really allows you as you age to um, have more joy in life. It absolutely does. Yeah. You, I like. I look at this where the folks I'm working with will say to me, it's chaos. My day is chaos. Things are rushing. I'm busy. I'm. I, they're the tornado that I once was, <laughs> right? So I see myself in them. And by the end of working together and learning techniques that they have leaned into proactively, and being able to use those day-to-day, they have moved themselves to a place that is empowering, a place that is more calm more often than not. Because again, it's not about perfection. This is just progress day in and day out. Um, And they do feel more in control. They're able to adapt. There's mental resilience. That's a huge piece of this training and this work. Um, And I think that that is just hugely powerful, especially in the world we're living in. Absolutely. You mentioned meditation. I would, you know, we've, over several podcasts over the years, we've talked about meditation. Um, just for the sake of time and maybe for our listenership, could mm-hmm. you give us, as a tool to plug in and recharge, could you give us maybe the five-minute I don't even really know what meditation is. I have no <laughs> idea how to start. Here's the the basics of what to do. Yes. Um I actually love this topic. (laughs) I'm going to break it down and get real right here. (laughs) Awesome. Yes. So um, when I began practicing meditation, because it is a practice, I was like, this is terrible. I stink at this. I have completely failed and I never want to do this again. (laughs) So in my head, and maybe some people that are listening in their head, you know, I'm closing my eyes because I immediately see this image of the person with their legs crossed perfectly and their hands up in the air and their fingers placed just so, and the back is just so straight because it's so healthy from Dr. Jenny. (laughs) And, you know, it's just this idyllic image of meditation, right? And the way it needs to be or it should be. But guys, you cannot screw it up, okay? I When I offer free guided meditations, I start by reminding people, this is your time. You created this space for yourself. 
So do what feels good and right to you. If that is sitting in lotus pose with your hands in the air, perfect. But if it's just sitting in a chair in your kitchen or laying on your couch or in your bed, please do that instead. Make it feel good. The other really big thing that I struggled with, and I think everybody does for a while, because our brain has the thinking piece to it, right? Thank God. Thank you for thinking. But when I'm looking to meditate and all these thoughts fly in as I'm in this zone of perfect meditation where that shouldn't happen, right? We get frustrated. And that's where a lot of people will say to me, I tried it. I couldn't stop my mind from racing. And obviously I failed. I don't know what I'm doing. So it's not working for me. I want to remind folks that that is absolutely false. You will experience your mind starting to wander. Acknowledge it. Thank the thinking mind. And then bring your attention back to your breath or your body or your environment, something that is right here in the now, and start to come back to center, back to that focus on breathing or some beautiful vision that you're trying to focus on. And when your mind wanders again, ah, I see you, but not now. Somebody said to me, picture butterflies as your thoughts and let them just fly away. And I just love that so much. You can picture a balloon, you can picture a drone. I don't care what you picture, but let them fly away and bring yourself back. So meditation to me, we could go on and on, but one of the lessons here is huge exercise, huge practice in mental resilience. The ping pong of, oh, a thought, come back. Oh, a thought, come back. I, that makes sense. It's almost like the basics of controlling your own thoughts. I like the idea of picking a word and just saying that word, not necessarily out loud, but like just focusing on a word. It gives me something to focus on. Yes. And it's also breath work. It's, it's also breath work, but also even with a word, there might be times where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even saying the word anymore. I'm thinking about the to-do list. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> right? So again, it's normal. You haven't failed. It's just how our brain works. Again, it's why it's called a practice. The more you practice, the more you flex the muscle of meditation in this case, the stronger it gets, the easier it becomes, the more natural it feels. I had a mentor once tell me that the most distracted, failed meditation still has unbelievable benefits. So it's never a failure. It's never a failure. Ever. Be, be kind to yourself. My gosh, you've taken five, 10, however many minutes to listen to a guided meditation or to sit on your own in silence and just focus your attention on self, your body, the gift of life and breath, right? Use that time. Let it be good and easy, not stressful. My gosh, that's the complete opposite of that's what we true. want. That's true. I like the idea for people who this is new for, or they're looking for a way to kind of get excited about meditation again, is the idea of a guided meditation. Um, do you actually have any resources you recommend? Do you have any resources on your website? So on uh, my YouTube channel, since just the beginning of this year, every Friday, I release a guided meditation. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. So very vulnerable moment. <laughs> When I first did it, I was like, this is not awesome. It, my, the perfectionist in me came out. And I had a moment and I thought, 
you know what? It's good enough. People will benefit that need to hear these messages. And every time I do one, I learn something and I improve. I make progress. Maybe it would help them not feel bad about themselves if your is not so polished. Right. It's, right? it's not we're all perfect. Just, we're all just fumbling through <laughs> trying to figure it out, right? Here and there, you might hear a little something in the background. But <laughs> um, So there's a resource there. But Insight Timer has thousands of free guided meditations. It's an app called Insight Timer? Yep, an okay. app called Insight Timer free. There's paid versions, but the free version has thousands of choices. Um, YouTube, guided meditation for stress, guided meditation for anxiety. Anything, you type it in, you're going to get a guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think sometimes when I listen to audiobooks, they become guided meditations because <laughs> I realize I'm not listening to what they're saying, but I'm just feeling really relaxed. <laughs> Like a nice, soothing, nice, soothing <laughs> voice. <laughs> but sometimes I think that's good because if you're wearing headphones, even um, you're just you're taking out all the distractions, and it's giving you an external thing to focus on, which helps you let go versus judging what your own self is doing all the time. So I like that idea. Little, it's a little trick, right? Yeah, trick your brain. <laughs> hey, we're all about tips and tricks. That's right. <laughs> and lastly, is there any last little tip you have before we sign off? I think I would just say to folks, if you've been practicing in the space of mental fitness in any way, you already know how good that feels. But for the folks out there who maybe want to lean in, they're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm that person that's in the hospital every fall. I'm that person that's the whirling dervish. And I really want to make a change, but I haven't known how to do that. These are some really simple ways to help you take just one step, just dip in a toe as you get started and start to practice and learn by doing, right? That's how you will realize through experience of your own, not by me telling you, I love meditation, it feels great, or these benefits, right? That's great reinforcement, but we really do learn by experiencing and doing. So my my words of wisdom would just be encouraging listeners who haven't done much of this to dip your toe in. Today is your day. You're listening for a reason. Let it feel good and realize you can make this work for you. What your neighbor does, what your husband does, what whoever is doing probably isn't what you need to be doing. So take that information, but don't try to squeeze yourself into some box that is not yours. Pull this world, these tools and approaches into your box and make them fit in your space. It's interesting because I guarantee there's personalities out here because I've been like this in the past that I've, you've read the books on how to breathe. You've read the books on meditation. You've read the articles. You watch it. It's time to just put something into practice. So yes. it seems almost too simple, but you're right. If it's something you're not doing regularly or something that it's not um, part of who you are now, it's time to start doing It's time to start doing. That is how you experience real change. I actually say something similar to what you just said, so I'm just going to echo this. You can read all the books. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can listen to all the interviews. You can check on what all the experts are saying. And that's great because you're gaining a ton of information and knowledge. But if you never take one step, if you never put any of that into practice in your life, You just have a head full of knowledge. Not much real change in your day-to-day is going to occur. 
So you have to be willing um, to step into your courage. Sometimes that's what this takes because it's different and it's weird sometimes and it's awkward and maybe you're afraid to try it because what if you look stupid? Let all that go, go into a space alone and bammo, eight seconds, (laughs) right? Like step into the easiest breathing technique you could. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to throw a challenge out to the listeners. After you finish listening to this podcast, if you're home, I want you to put on a light jacket and some shoes, and I want you to walk to the mailbox slowly while doing the bamo breath, get your mail, and walk back slowly doing the bamo breath. That'll take you maybe five minutes. There you go. I love that. I love it. Thank you so much, Heather. So such a pleasure to have you. I really appreciate it. I love being here. Thank you. Be well, everybody. You've been listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it. Your host was Dr. Jenny Brooke, vitality expert and wellness chiropractor at SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio in Amherst, New Hampshire. Mention this podcast and schedule a health checkup at SCC with special podcast pricing. To schedule, call or text 673-5600. That's 673-5600. For more information about SCC Chiropractic and Vitality Studio, call 673-5600 or check out sccvitality.com. You can also find Dr. Jenny on Facebook at Spinal Corrective Center NH or Instagram at SCC underscore chiropractic. Thank you for listening to Raw Talk about full potential living for the health of it.